This war represents a failure to listen. Release your anger. Only your hatred can destroy me. Something terrible has happened. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Anger, fear, aggression. The dark side of the force of the Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. No, no, you're still holding on! Let go! Biggest problem in this universe is nobody helps each other. That's how we're gonna win. Not fighting what we hate. Saving what we love. Hello, and welcome to Who Shot First, a Star Wars controversy podcast. Your one-stop shop for all Star Wars controversies surrounding the Star Wars universe. I'm your host, Alex. And I'm your other host, Ethan. And today we are going to be taking a page out of Grand Moff Tarkin's book and giving our own personal opinions on one of the movies we've already covered in controversies, Phantom Menace. So we got the idea from Grand Moff Tarkin, and unfortunately, they just recently announced that they are going to be doing an indefinite suspension of their podcasting uh, for personal reasons, which is unfortunate, but we want them to know that we're thinking of them and and letting them know that we hope they come back and we will uh, keep listening and hope everything's all right. So moving on, we all got, we got the idea from them, but I also was thinking as we were doing our podcast, you don't really know us personally. And so I thought that our dissection of each film, or not dissection, but just talking and having a chat about the film will help you get to know us better. So today we get to talk about the wonderful Phantom Menace, which we've already covered some controversies on. So you probably already know our general feeling on it, but let's get everybody know our general feeling on it. My general feeling, do not like it. It is, I will say, has grown over time to be the best prequel I think it is the best prequel, as my ratings of last week showed, but it is not good, in my opinion. Your thoughts, Ethan? Uh, I certainly do not think it's the best prequel, Um, and I, uh, it is the second best prequel, in my opinion, but it is also just not very good in general. Um, I would not put it above Revenge of the Sith, but that's how I... And we'll get, to, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Oh, yes. We'll get there. Yes. We'll, we'll, and then we'll just, and I'll go into my full descriptions of why it, it is. But again, Riley from Grandma Off Talking has kind of opened my eyes to the flaws of Revenge of the Sith. And so it, Phantom Menace is still my bottom tier Star Wars, but it is a, it is the, the top of the prequel era for me. I'm again, not a fan of the prequels, but you can still like them. We're just giving you our personal yes. opinion on it. If you don't want to hear bad things really about the podcast, about Phantom Menace, or, you can go ahead and shut off now. Uh, yeah. Wait for next time because this is not going to be like, I will give out shout. I do have shout out notes. We took, we watched it. We took notes again. I do have shout outs of like good parts, but it is going to be mostly complaints here. So I don't want you to be listening and thinking, oh man, what are they going to say? The good stuff. It's not going to really happen. Right. <laughs> there. We thought, I yep. thought about having correspondent Sarah on because she is a fan of Phantom Menace. She likes it. And she was worried about it being not getting the, the, the love it deserves. So that mm-hmm. might be a separate conversation. But we did do a, an interview with a Phantom Menace fan. So this is kind of us evening the playing field a little bit. Right. Yes. All right. Would you like to get us started, Ethan, uh, with our opening crawl? What are your thoughts on the opening crawl? 
Do you have any thoughts on the opening crawl? Uh, I guess I don't really have uh, too many thoughts on the opening crawl. Oh, um, I hated it. Just because, did you? I hate okay. it. Then what? Okay. I did not like it. I will start with that. I'm going to start okay. with the opening crawl. I do not like it at all. And the reason I don't like it at all is, again, I'm viewing it this, this time specifically that I went through. I was viewing it as this movie is for kids. Oh, okay. And sure. so I went through it watching like this movie is for kids. And as I watched it, I'm like, no kid is going to understand a thing they are reading. Taxation of trade routes to outlying systems. No kid knows what that means. That's literally <laughs> a line. I wrote it down. No kid knows yeah. what that means. And like the, the start off with it is a four kids. And I'm just like, nope, nope, nope. Not a fan. 100%. Right. You know, but I, I would maybe argue that it's, I mean, a kid, obviously the kids who are, who are watching the movie should should understand the general premise of what they're about to see, but you don't think it's you know completely necessary to make the opening crawl 100% competent for kids. I mean, I think it's okay to throw in some That was an adult. example. That was an example. The yeah. entire thing is adult themes. Like it's talking about the incompetence of the Senate and the uh, and committees, and I'm just like, no kid True. knows this. No kid cares. <laughs> I didn't care. <laughs> right. Okay, fair enough. You're that's right. That's what I'm arguing. Like, not, no, I'm saying, yeah. not saying that that was just one line. I'm saying that's an example the of the line of the parts. So yes, that's my argument. Okay. You know, that's yeah. a good that's a good point. I guess uh, as now that I'm older, watching it again and reading the crawl, it, 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 I, I sort of forgot to put myself in, in the shoes of a, of a young viewer. Again, watching it as from the kid's view. And again, I haven't watched many of these films with the kid's view, but, beca but because the prequels are aimed at kids, that is kind of how I'm viewing our rewatch. This rewatch that we're gonna be doing is gonna be through the eyes of like, I'm gonna be trying to be like, I'm a kid. What is interesting to me? And I'm just like, this is not interesting at all. <laughs> um, yes. I will then go to it's racist right out the gate with the Nemoidians. Like, oh my gosh, are they racist? In my point of view, yeah. in my yeah. point of view, there, but it's, yeah, it does not come off well for me, the Nemoidians. Right. I, you know, I think about that and it's, you know, as a kid watching that, I, I certainly didn't pick up on that when I watched it. It was only, you know, the older, uh, the older I got rewatching it made me, you know, think twice about it. Right. Um, but the, the problem with that is the normalization of it. No, yes. So that, that's right. where I go with it of like, oh, well, maybe the kids don't notice. I'm like, yeah, but the fact that adults can notice and the fact that like, because we're both white men, we didn't notice when we were kids, but like Asian Americans might notice when they go see this or Asians in general might notice. Like, why does the alien who is the bad guy, why does he sound like me? Like you could give him any accent 
Like that's the biggest thing. Like we're like, oh, it's right. like a lot of people get mad or like say that it's not racist. You're like, well, it's they're aliens. It's not there. It is very much an, a, an Asian accent. And like, why are you making the bad guys Asian? Like that's the accent. You know, it's like. Then there's like the eyes. There's a lot. There's just too many small bits put together sure. to make it yeah. right. So anyway, you can dive into the conference room. Okay. Yeah, I mean. The conference room scene, for me, it's just, it, it, it really is just boring <laughs> right out of the gate. I mean, you get these, you get sort of like the cool, it's not even that big of a reveal really that it's Obi-Wan and, and, his, and his, you know, master, but- We don't know at this time, yeah, yep. You're right. But in that moment, right, you're just introduced to these two guys, that their, their conversations, it's not very engaging, especially to you, a young viewer. To me, it's like you, just a Star Wars movie. You, you ought to just be kind of thrown right into to some kind, some kind of like really engaging scene, something to really kind of grasp you right away and get you in the in the feel of the movie, rather than you know start off with with boring trade discussions and something that's really just stuff you don't care about right away i would agree yeah yeah I, I would very much agree with that i will say a thing that bugs me is literally obi-wan says i sent something and he's like there's i don't sense anything he says it's something elusive distant he literally senses the plot to destroy the jedi and obi-wan <laughs> says stay focused be here now where they belong and I'm like, are Qui you joking? Are Qui -Qui you says joking? That. Yes. Qui-Gon says, stay, Qui -Gon stay says here. That. Yep. And yes. I'm just like, are you joking? Come on. <laughs> really? <sighs> yeah. You're right. Nope. That's it. <laughs> that bugs me. That bugs me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love <laughs> Qui-Gon. Don't get me wrong. I love Qui-Gon. I'm like, oh, that bugs me. Like, yep. Let's shoot down the one person who's like, I sense something. All right. Shut up about it. Shut up. <laughs> yes. And, you know, it, it, there might be some argument there that it's not really the time or place to bring up just some kind of thoughts of that. I mean, I can understand telling him to be mindful of his current surroundings when they're in sort of the middle of a, uh, uh, an important mission, but. I guess, but it's never brought up again. That's enough. Like to me, it's like it's, it's brought up, and then he's like, "Shut up, you!" And then <laughs> it's never brought up again. He never yeah. feels it again. And I'm just like, "Oh, right." Good point. So I watched this with correspondent Sarah, and she brought this up. She brought up droid rights to me, and it made me think about things. So when they tell, "Are you brain dead?" I'm not going in there with two Jedi. Send a droid. And I'm like, droid rights! Why does the droid have to go? Why do you just not care about the droid's life? Doesn't matter if the droid dies. <laughs> L3 would that... be so furious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, it's just, I guess, because they're not technically sentient. They're not living matter. So there's, but you're right. If at, at some point, like L3 becomes competent enough or 
I would I would argue that that it's it's hard to define because some droids seem more self-aware than others. And that's a problem for me. It is okay. Yeah. Well. Well. Yeah. Like we're supposed to like again like you're supposed to care about certain droids and then you're not supposed to care about other droids like and this is why i think like disney brought it up in like with l3 and stuff like that in solo because like yeah there's like why are why do droids feel pain why do droids like what is because like why is this what like why would you do this to them and then why would you make them sentient enough to have emotions and have feelings because and, and then it's, it's just very problematic because then you're supposed to care about some and then you're just like, ha that's just a dumb droid. We don't care about them. And then, but like R2 and C-3PO, you're supposed to care about the entire saga. They're important. But then but, like later on in this, this, this show or this movie, literally like R2 units are getting blasted off of a ship and you're just, well, whatever. They're just, sh- they're just R2 units. They're just repair droids. Yeah. Oh, well. Right. Oh, well. Um, hmm. So that's my argument of like, it's problematic of like, you're supposed to care about these two. These two are sentient, but everything else, right. whatever. I'm like, that's not how life works. That's not how it works. And then it's, it's like every time there, it's a droid that works for the rebellion, it's sentient. But every time it's not a droid that works <laughs> for the rebellion, it's not. And I'm like, that's, that's- not how life works. That's right. I, yeah, you're right. Every 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 dark side droid or evil droid is is never right sentient or, or have, have emotions. Yeah, no, yeah, they have no yeah, emotions. Yeah. And so it's just like, hmm. why? Because the rebellion doesn't really care about them. It pretends to care. Like and like that's the argument of like, well, the rebellion will or and republic and like they'll they care about the droids and blah blah blah. I'm like, but there's so much evidence that they don't. So it seems almost, right. to me, it seems cr- more cruel to give them emotions and give them those things because then they're like, we know that you are hurting us. And versus the other, like the K2SO, before he was reprogrammed, like he was just like, I'm a drone. Blop, 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 yeah. Blop, blop. yeah. And even like all the battle droids and stuff like that. So that's my. Well, right. And so are, are, are they, are they saying, I mean, are they, are these droids feeling pain too? I mean, because you know, that's a, and that that's, a, that's with... a controversy that will come up in Revenge of, uh, Return of the Jedi because there are droids that feel pain. And that's what I was saying. Empire I was just going to say, yeah, because yeah, Empire Strikes Back, even C three PO, while he's being put back together, he's like, oh, ah, oh, be careful. And then right. there's another droid. The... Like, how is he feeling anything? You shouldn't. Yeah, feel the anything. gonk droid. Yeah, the gonk yeah. droid gets gets his feet welded and you're like why is he feeling pain right it's metal yeah so again another problematic issue that we can talk about later but that's okay. what i brought up that's what i thought about hmm. i also question this 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 whole like on the battle stations see like why did they ever try to pretend that sidious wasn't palpatine Oh, yes. I like, I'm just like, it's so flipping obvious. Like, why would you right. ever try to be like, ooh, I wonder who this dark figure is? 
Yeah, yes. And I mean, it, I, it, I get it with like the movie itself, but like I'm talking more about like marketing and everything because it was marketed like this is a mysterious figure and like we know who it is, especially after <laughs> the movie. Like we know who this guy is. Okay, was well, so that's, was the marketing trying to imply that this person wasn't necessarily Palpatine? It was implied that we didn't know who he was. Like at all? Just it was just like this mysterious figure. figure. It was like Darth Sidious, oh. the mysterious Darth Sidious. Like it was okay. some other character. <laughs> and I'm like, no, right. it's the same person. Like. Yeah. Same actor too, right. You know, it's. Same actor, yeah. like, no. <laughs> They finally got gave got away with it with gave away with it in Attack of the Clones. But all of Sidious, nineteen ninety nine or whatever, they pretended that like, oh, I don't know who could it be. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. It, unnecessary. Now I will say there are a few couple cool things that I have about on the system. The I will make it legal. Great line. Great line. Very much a meme and everything, but sure. I liked it. Yeah, a lot of his one-liners have become yes. memes over the years. <laughs> yes. Also really liked the droid cuts. I have always liked droid cuts. Oh, oh, yeah. I think they are criminally underused in every one of these movies. Yes. Well, the argument there is that they're a lot more expensive, so they don't use them as, as, as much as they ought to. I think that's a lot. I think it's a cop-out. I, I think it's a cop-out. I think it's them just being yeah. like, we can't have these awesome droids that are going to kill everybody, so we're exactly. going to pretend that they're more expensive. That, like, I don't believe mm. that for a second. Well, I mean, they're probably more expensive because they have shield generators. But Right, but it'll be like, you know. yeah, like, but if you build, like, an army of those, you could wipe out an entire Jedi Order, like, the entire Jedi Order, it, like, that kind of, like, no. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I will say it was nice to see force speed as well when, when Obi-Wan's cutting open the door on the droid you guys show up yeah. or whatever. But it looks bad. It does not look Yeah, bad. so when when I was younger, when I, I I thought it was some like mistake or like yes, some kind of no, like I I yeah. totally yep. When I, I did not realize it was force speed when I was younger. Nope. When I was when I was a kid, yeah. I thought there was some kind of glitch. I was like, why did they like okay, yes. they just moved away. Yep, I thought he jumped out of the way, the, right? Jumped out of the way or something. It was a glitch in the movie. Nope, I, I totally agree with you. I was with that. Yep. <laughs> uh, right, but uh, uh, more of the droidicas. Yeah, when they just the idea of this rolling, like, death robot, totally awesome. And I remember when we would play micro machines. We always fought over the droidica. Yeah, but that droidica played. Whoever got to play with the droidica because they were so cool. Yeah, totally. And even when we would play like Battlefront 2, I would always try to be the droidica and just roll around and because those droidicas in the game are totally OP if you get caught by one. You yeah. know, so I yeah. also a random thought I had was in an admission that apparently got me laughed at by correspondent Sarah. Uh, <laughs> I always heard so the woman the, the Nemoidian that says So a transmission from the planet. To me, that sounds like I know it's not, but for the longest time, I thought that was an audit, edited audio of Natalie Portman. Oh, 
Really? To me, it sounds like Natalie Portman. Hmm. Or like like altered, but still, it sounds like her kind of voice. I thought that like maybe they gave her an extra part here. I know it's not, but apparently, yeah. Sarah, correspondent Sarah laughs at me and says that sounds nothing like her. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it sounds like her, but uh, you know. Okay, apparently I'm the weird one. Yep. Yeah, okay. I think you're. Yeah, you're. Enjoy uh, the laugh, everyone. Yes. Ha ha ha. All of our fans are laughing hysterically. All of our two fans. Now, oh, grow slow. I guess where are we now in the story? Have we? Have we? We just got. We we can jump to the planet if there's nothing else. We're on the planet now. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jump to the planet. Sure. So we're on the planet. We meet a wonderful, a very famous character. Iconic. Jar Jar. Inf uh, infamous. Infamous. There you go. Infamous. <laughs> so, so I wrote this down. Like literally, he is stupid, in my opinion. Like I, I do not want to minimize people who like him like it is again this, these are our own personal opinions but like to me as i watched it i'm like this is stupid he does not make sense he is a purely a plot device and and the way i say he yes. doesn't make sense is because like literally so he gets introduced obi-wan takes the brilliant shot at him and and Qui-Gon takes the shot at him of the ability to speak does not make you intelligent. But then they're like, okay, we got to go run. We got to get away. Excuse me, but the most safest place would be Gonga City. It's where I grew up. Tis a hidden city. City? Uh-huh. Can you take us there? Uh, on second thought? No, not really, no. 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 It's embarrassing, but uh, my friend might have been banished. My forgotten. The bosses would do terrible things to me. Terrible things to me if me going back there. You hear that? Yeah. That is the sound of a thousand terrible things heading this way. If they find us, they will crush us, grind us into tiny pieces, and blast us into oblivion. Ah. Your point is well seen. This way, hurry! And then he, so there's there's one flip flop. Then he flip flops again. I'm like, oh, I'm second thought. Let's go there. And I'm just <laughs> like, literally, why? Why? There's no reason for that, right? Other than to explain, I guess that he's not welcome there. But like, then why did he bring it up? Like, and again, it's, I guess it's because he's stupid or whatever. But I'm just like, no. Just have them say like, is there anywhere you could go? Because they don't even ask him that. Yeah. They're just like, we have to get away. And we're like, okay, cool. They don't even ask him, like, do you know a place to go sit go go hide? It's hey, the safest place would be here. Yeah. Yeah, to me it was always he just he I never liked the character from the get-go, but he all he just overstayed his welcome. He just I thought it would have I thought it was perfectly fine for them to come across him and for them to help him, but he should have just stayed in Topoka City or uh, whatever it is. City, they should have just, yeah, they should have just left him there. I don't see, you know, I, they bring him with because they need a guide 
through the abyss, but it's Which like they never use him as no, and that's the thing I was just gonna say is that they yeah you bring him with to be a guide and he just screams his head off and points out species of <laughs> aquatic monsters Fish. and Qui Gon yeah. is the one who's telling him where to go like oh take that out he out. says take that he takes that uh, exactly uh, uh, I don't get how the script who was you know script writers and all that didn't didn't figure that out <laughs> but he should have just he should have stayed in Topoka City especially since he went there apparently after he was banished so he ought to have just been thrown in jail or you know right, whatever Qui-Gon Qui-Gon Qui uses yeah. the force to alter another person's mind bad like bad things I actually kept track of all the times when he does technically bad things of yeah. like he literally not supposed to do this like yeah the jedi mind trick is used elsewhere but i'm like this literally has no effect on anything like you he's literally doing this just for fun I'm like oh i'm yes. gonna save this 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 thing because he saved us i guess but it's just like you shouldn't you should you should be able to use your power of negotiation like why does he have to right. use his, his force use like just say hey he's life debt is under me yeah uh, exactly. <laughs> I do think that the, I forget, what's, do you know the technical name for that sub? Is it just a, oh, I don't is it know. just a Gungan submarine? I don't uh, remember. Okay. Um, I did enjoy that, that kind of sequence and the being chased by the goober fish and, and all that stuff. That was entertaining. I mean, but it looks again, pretty. Like, I'll, I'll yeah. say, like, I'll say that, like, the movie looks good. That's the thing that I brought, like I brought up of like Gunga City looks really cool when they're first coming in on it. Um, yeah. like the assault on feed looks really cool because there's like when yeah. all the all the droids are going in, Padme's dresses are on point. Like she just she's <laughs> amazing. Those dresses are good. There's one that I have a critique of, and I'll bring that up later. But like those are on point. It's very interesting for me uh, where like now that you know, and again, spoiler, if you haven't seen this movie, Natalie Portman and Keira Knightley switch places a number of times in the film. It's very yep. obvious to notice who's who, in my opinion. Yes. Like you can yeah. look for Natalie Portman in the Padmaids, in the, in the Handmaidens and be like, there she is. There she is, right. Yeah. My next take is in, in the hangar when they're leaving. Okay, so my question is, so they're about to enter this, so plot-wise, we're just moving along. I will say the mo this movie is a lot cooler and a lot more fun to watch after you have read the book Queen's Shadow. Hmm. Because it tells you a lot more information. Because before I had seen that movie, the interaction between Padme and, um, and Kira Knightley or it's it's because it's a, the, the roles are switched where she goes like it will be brave or it will be dangerous for us all and then padme as the the handmaid goes we are brave your highness like to me that was just a stupid phrase i was just like this is a stupid interaction i don't understand this but if you read yeah. Queen's shadow that's like a signal 
of like she's so so Kira Knightley is asking Padme what to do of like do we go or do we stay and Padme is giving her a like a a secret signal phrase of like this yeah. means we're going and I'm like that's cool I didn't know that unless I read the book but right is that the new one by E.K. Johnson not that it's the new series it's the first one in that series but yes it is okay I should read that one. Yeah, those the three of them, because there's a new one that the, the new E.K. Johnson one, which is the final in the trilogy, is coming out soon. And okay. or coming out this year, actually. I think it's coming out around my birthday. But um, so it is coming out, and that is the last one of the of the three. So that was that was dumb before I read the book. When I read the book, it's actually pretty cool. I again wonder, like, why are the why are the pilots in the hangar? <laughs> like we need those pilots I'm like why are they there yeah. that that seems like the last place they should be yeah i'm just like why are the pilots there they should be in a camp or not or right. anywhere but the hangar right anywhere right where they can just jump in the <laughs> jump in and go and then as i i stated earlier we get the introduction of pet of of r2d2 and He's the only one of the R R two units that survive, or the R units yep. or whatever. And again, we're supposed to care about him, but <laughs> all the other ones that died, who cares? Who cares? I will say, yeah. yep. I will say Maul's introduction here, uh, where he's like, "Well, we've we've lost them," and you're like, "He's not for a Sith." I'm like, oh, that's cool. I love Maul. Like, he's just so mm -hmm. cool. So understated and underused in this movie, but totally. Yep, easily, easily uh, one of, if not the best part of the the whole movie. Mm -hmm. I would agree. Then we are now on Tatooine. That's right. Here we are. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it, again. We're on Tatooine and we get poop joke number one, where Jar Jar steps in poop. Even as a kid, I don't think I laughed at that. If you get nope. if you like poop jokes, cool, I guess. But to me, I did not enjoy that one. But I counted all the poop jokes and and or not necessarily poop jokes, but the bodily function jokes. That was yeah. I, I followed. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know, like to me, I guess it was kind of cool going back to Tatooine, like the whole, you know, hey, Anakin started there and blah, blah, blah. But it just didn't seem 100% necessary to me. It's like, you know, why can't we, why can't we be introduced to other cool planets? Just, yeah. I guess because they wanted more familiar, like, oh, Tatooine, we've been there. That's so, you know, whatever. I mean, he has to, like, you have to see where he comes from. Because literally, and this is where I think Lucas was ham-fisted, and I think a problem with the series as well is that, like, he has to go back to Tatooine. That's where Anakin has to come from. Because Uncle Luke, or Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru talk about his, talk about him. And they say, like, he's too much like his father. And, oh, you can't go uh, off with, like, so you know he comes true. from there. True. 
And I'm like, True. this is why okay. it it shouldn't have been like, yeah, and like you're so you're hamfist to go back there. I don't think it's handled well. I don't so, but anyway. Yeah. I have a question though. My my biggest question though, that like I don't think I don't know if anybody's talking about maybe it came out bigger when when things are were first, or maybe maybe when the first movie came out, but like Anakin calls Padme a, an angel. Are there gods in this in this universe? Like what? Or are they like a species or what? And you can't call an well, angel. Like, are you an angel? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Then he says something like, uh, "Like people have talked. I've heard stories about heard stories about yeah. them." And I'm like, Whoa! "Yeah, yeah." Like so, yeah. they don't really That's exist. Fascinating. Yeah. So, like, is there a god <laughs> in this universe? Like, what? Or, and I, right. when I say God, I mean like a Christian God because Christian God is where angels come from. So, because like, yeah, we know there's religion, but like, what? Angels? Yeah. Why did we use angels? Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. That's like, that's, I feel like that's one of the only things that like earthly things that like is brought into this or like even talked about in this universe is angels you know there's there's no obviously there's no like they don't say ever say cars or you know right buses or whatever it's no yeah everything right. everything is different and so i'm just like everything's different really we're talking about angels over here interesting You're right that's weird yeah the, hmm also, I mean, I don't know. It it seemed a little strange the age gap between them. Oh, it's very strange. But yeah, I just I didn't really understand why. I mean, obviously he can't be too young because then it'll be yeah, because it'll be easier for train for him to be trained the younger he is, but he can't be like too old. So he's like Luke Scott. I don't know. I, There's literally it, no explanation for it. Y like, yeah, yeah. You just, you just picked an age. Right. But like the thing that bugs me about it is that like, all right, it's nine and 14. That's weird. But you also have to think about it as Padme is not mentally 14. She is incredibly mature. Like incredibly uh, yes. mature because she is a queen of a planet. Yep. Versus Anakin Skywalker, who is nine on a desolate location. Like he is going to be immature because he's not yes. around children. Or he's around children that don't well, like him yeah, and is. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like they're but like, yeah, like again, it's just like, why would she ever go for this guy? Right. Considering Considering after the movie, they don't see each other again for another ten years, right? Yeah, and then, and then it's and she's <laughs> supposed to have been thinking about him for forever. And I'm like, yeah, maybe she's thinking about him, but she's thinking about him like a mother thinks about their son, as right. later Our stated in the movie. As later stated yeah. in the movie, of like, oh, I'll always care about you, Anakin. Like, yeah, she does not say it with romance in her eyes. Nor should she, because that's a nine-year-old kid. Yeah. 
Anyway, we're past the shop and all that jazz. And Anakin right. takes them back to his house, which again is a plot device. And that, that's neither here nor there. Whatever. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I will say, like, Anakin, Qui-Gon just elevates this entire movie. Or Liam Neeson elevates this entire movie. Like, this movie would oh, be yeah. unwatchable, in my opinion, or, like, at the lowest of all the, the prequels, if Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon Jinn was not there. It, it, oh, yeah, like, he puts that on his back, for sure. He puts this entire movie on his back <laughs> and yep. carries it. Because when they're having, like, at the dinner table and everything, like, I do not care about this young kid's conversation. And I don't care about like Padme being like, oh, Qui-Gon will never let them do this. Oh, oh. it was like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah. I get subtle little manipulations of caring when like Qui-Gon's like, maybe I killed the Jedi. And I'm like, oh, philosophical thought. Whoa. And like the yeah, way what's he delivers that? <laughs> it, like, yeah. And it's just like that to me is cool. And but like he just elevates everything in this movie for me. Yes. Totally, and then of course we have to have a you know another dumb Jar Jar gag and just all yeah yeah stupid. <laughs> that one I can as a kid I can see that as fun. That one I can look at of like I I don't particularly like it personally, but like as a kid I'm like it's it's not the most egregious for me. So I'm like okay whatever sure like, it's okay yeah for me. But no I would agree. I think it's, I think, because to me, I think it's a little cool of, like, Qui-Gon showing off his speed and Jedi prowess or whatever, because you're, like, you're seeing how sure. quick he's doing it, and then grab it, yeah. Casually, and not even, like, trying hard, he's just like, don't do that again, but we're not at well, the pod race yet, but they're talking about the pod race. Yeah. And all that jazz. And again, oh, no, I, I forgot something. So, as I talked about earlier, Qui-Gon tries to cheat getting parts. We're back at the shop. I forgot about this. He yeah, tries, he to, tries cheat, to mind trick. He tries to mind trick Watto. That would leave him destitute. Like, like he's just <laughs> like, credits, we'll do five. And they're like, maybe they, like, if he manages to trick Watto, he's literally stealing. Yeah, because those credits Because credits are worthless. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, Qui-Gon, you're, you're crossing the line here a little bit, bud. That's number two. That's a good point. That's something I didn't even really think about. The fact that, that he would basically, yeah, be taking it for free <laughs> or giving, essentially giving Watto nothing. He's trying, yeah. He's like, credits, yeah. we'll do fine. You're like, no, they won't. And you're like, you're supposed to be like angry at Watto, but I'm just like, no, he's trying to cheat Watto. Now, it does bring up yeah. the bigger question of like, why the heck is there no other ship part? Like, there's literally right. three towns, as we are shown later by Darth Maul, of like, there's three yeah. cities that he sends probes to. Like, you're, you, there's no way Waddle can guarantee there's no other ship in, no other ship right. part in there. So, that's right. It, it, exactly. But anyway. Back to the thoughts of they're talking about, oh, the next day you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna register. Uh, that I was just like, are you kidding? Like next day yeah, registration, I, I, same day registration. Cause they're like, we'll go do that right. tomorrow. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Same day registration. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, for like the that's biggest race of the entire yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, that's a nitpick. Um, and 
And then yeah. he just like is in. He doesn't have to qualify or right. Yeah. Anything. He's just he's just in. It's like <laughs> apparently anybody can can just pay the entrance yeah. fee. And I was like, interesting. I don't think that's yep. how life really works, but I guess. You know, maybe they just need they need all the racers they can get since it's so dangerous. Who knows? I guess I don't know. But then they talk about the Immaculate Conception, which again brings us yeah. back to like religion of Anakin's Jesus. Well, yeah, the fact that these that there the was no father. Form- well, we don't know that. We don't know that. That we get told in a book, and that's explained, and that book is no longer canon. You know, that's a good point, because for the longest time, I just thought she meant, like, there was no father. Like, oh, okay, so he just, like, died or just wasn't yeah. around. Or, or like, like, or like yeah. yeah, like, I, as a kid, again, not really for kids here, because, like, as a kid, I was right. like, there was no father. I'm like, okay, so, like, he didn't get raised with a father. But, like, no, yeah. she's literally saying, like, I never had sex to have this baby. Right. He just, one day I just woke up and I was pregnant. (laughs) Right. And I'm like, the argument is that it is a force reaction or whatever. And until Darth Plagueis gets made canon, I'm going to be mad about this. And I'm still not the biggest fan of it because it's just like, okay. But like until Darth Plagueis gets made canon, because with Darth Plagueis, the idea is that uh, Darth Plagueis and Palpatine are trying to manipulate midi-chlorians. Yeah. And they are trying to manipulate them darkly. And so in a response to their manipulation, the Force creates Anakin Skywalker on Tatooine. I thought Darth Plagueis was canon. It is not canon. No, it was done before Disney bought it. So everything before Disney, before that was wiped. Well, but they talk about, he talks about Darth Plagueis the Wise in episode Correct, three. Correct, but the book is not canon. Oh, oh I see the book. See, the Got book, it. the book, Darth yeah. Plagueis, is where they explain what happened. I gotcha, yeah. And so the book is not canon, is what I'm saying. Yes, until, sorry, the, until the book, Darth Plagueis is made canon, or you rewrite it a little bit and make it canon. But like, until that happens, I, like, what happened here? Right, okay. Gotcha. Anyway, again, yeah, but it's again more Christian theme and against mm-hmm. Jesus. Yep, and then you just write, then you just get introduced to Medichlorians in general, and that we've done the whole episode on that. Done the whole episode on that. I wasn't even going to bring that up. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, I did bring this up to, to Sarah, correspondent Sarah, though. How do they have a Medichlorian counter on a Naboo ship? Like, is that like. Wouldn't that be a Jedi exclusive thing? Like, where did they get that Jedi counter, like midi chlorian counter thing? Like that, that, I was just like, what? Like, he's like, right. I, I, Obi-Wan, I'm sending you this blood count. Analyze it for me. I'm like, how do you analyze <laughs> midi chlorians Also, how do you send, right. How do you send a blood sample through? Well, that I can take as like, that's, that's technology expansion. To me, what? Um, but he's sending he's sending blood through nothing. It's like he's I don't know. Like it's it's like technology. the readings. Yeah, it's like it's, you're mailing the readings or whatever. Yeah, or something like. Okay. That's that's where I Fine. like I that's not a hill I'll I'll die on. But I will right. 
push for like how do they have this technology on a Naboo ship? Like that's a good no point. Jedi right. in the Naboo, or at least that we know of. Like right. why why yes. do they have this technology? Because the Jedi have already been like super secretive. They're like we're super secretive, and so like <laughs> why would they share this technology with everyone? Yeah, good point. Uh, right, it's the little things. <laughs> oh yeah, this is absolutely a little thing pick. And yeah, 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 that, yeah. But, uh, again, to bring me back to the good side, Darth Maul's ship is amazing. I, oh, like, totally! It's so cool. I love his ship. Also, when he's he's sent off, he's like, "At last, I revealed ourselves to the Jedi. At last, we have our revenge." Like again, yeah, great, love it, cool, totally. Then we get Qui-Gon cheating again. <laughs> Number three. Number three. To, to, to get Anakin. Yep. Uh, yeah. just, like, just let it be. It's the force decides. Like, again, you're taking the force. Like you, 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 We talk about the, the living force. Let the living force decide. You're right. altering the way things are supposed to be? Or is it now supposed to be that the Force was counting on him to cheat? And I'm just like, that, are you, you can't go that deep. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, that seems too, too out there. Um, but right, and the fact that he doesn't try, you know, harder to get, bring his mother with. Oh, that... To, Sarah correspondent, correspondent Sarah and I talk about that a lot. I was just yeah. like, are you like they bring it up in the in the in the dinner scene where they're like, there's a tracking beacon somewhere in our bodies, and when we when we leave the planet, it it blows up, boom. And I'm just like, are you telling me you have two highly trained Jedi's, one of which is basically a master, should be on the Jedi Council? And he can't identify where that is and remove it. Right. Or I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was something, I thought it was, if it's removed at all, it blows up. Like, you can't, like. No, they don't mention like that. Can... They don't mention that. But, like, okay. you're telling me that the that this, this, this Waddle guy has enough money to buy something that is going to, like, be so nitpicky. And, I'm like, there are so many <laughs> slaves on Tatooine. I don't guess. Yeah. I'm just right. like you you could not have tried harder or offered yeah. like the 50,000 republican credits. Like there's there's just like there's no effort. Right. It's just like I tried so hard Anakin. Like no you didn't. <laughs> you did not. Sell sell the, <laughs> they talk about the queen's wardrobe. Yeah. They talk about that of like what they could possibly sell like sell that to him. Or sell that and get some kind of change. Be like, well, buy her mother too. But nope. Nope. <laughs> I mean, he's destitute. He's like, I lost everything. You're like, give him some money. Yeah. Right. Right. He can't uh, use her. True. Well, exactly. She's like, be useless, she's been, basically. She's been staying at home the entire time yeah. anyway. Right. So it's just like, I don't know. That's That's a frustrating piece for me. Hmm. And then that's a later definitely, on thing definitely. like that they never go back for. They're just like, yep, she's gone. Whoopsies. Like you are the Repu the Jedi Council. You have 
billions of uh, trillions of dollars that you can transform into whatever currency you want. Go get this girl and put her on another planet, but like, and then set her up. Like he never has to see her again, but he'll know she's safe. Right. His mind will be constantly thinking about whether she's okay or not. And then another fault of the Jedi. Yep. Then we go and we're now in our lovely pod race. Yep. So I thought, I mean, I think the pod racing was okay. It just was too long. Which version it, did you watch? Did you watch the DVD or? I, I watched the version on Disney Plus. On Disney Plus? Okay. Because that's the yeah. extended version. There is an extended oh. version. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I again like I've heard all the arguments that like the pod the pod racing is for like it's his homage to American graffiti and cars and stuff like that. And like fine, right. but like it's literally 12 minutes of this could be literally removed and nothing would change. Like it yes. to me it's just but before we get to the pod race, sorry, there's fart joke. Fart joke, <laughs> so bodily function joke number three. <laughs> great that was necessary great. that's right i made all, every kid in the audience howl with laughter howl with laughter yeah so again with the race it's just frustrating also like and Correspondent Sarah tried to explain this to me of like, well, maybe there's other things going on, but I'm like, by virtue of the fact that Anakin has to catch up to all the, the leaders and he's literally starting from a stop and is literally yeah. like, the ha- like this should not be a close race because he should catch them and go way past them because he has shown that his speeder is so much faster. Yes. And I'm like, why is it, it should not be a close race. No, the fact that, right, the fact that he's able to catch up at all. Right. Well, I'm like, yeah, like, the catch up and, like, or that he catches up so fast. That's that's the bigger yeah. thing to be able to, because, like, correspondent Sarah was like, oh, well, maybe, like, the other people are taking it slow, and they're not, like, they're in the lead, so it's so dangerous, they're not going to go as fast as they can. And I'm like, okay, I don't really, I don't think that's a thing, but even if it is, like, he catches up within, like, a lap. Yes. It's, it's barely a lap that he catches up to, to even the person in the back. That's the thing. Like, it's yeah. even just catching up to the person in the back. The person in the back is going to be going full bore. Yes. They're, like, they're going to be yep. like, I got to catch the leader. Oh, I got to catch up. Right. But anyway. Also, yeah, I, uh, in no, in, in, I don't think in any race ever, the person in, who has the lead would ever r- relent their speed even a little bit. Just I don't think so. No, she she tried to be like, well, it's dangerous, and I'm like, yeah, it is. Like, I I get that, and I understand the argument. I understand all the people who like it. Totally, again, yes. enjoy that for you. It is for you. Wonderful, enjoy. But man, it it goes <laughs> on for a while for me. It does. Too long Absolutely. Yep. An interesting piece about that, though, for me. Um, is so the the pod racer that stops and takes a pit stop and then literally and then the droid like gets shot through his engine or whatever he's speaking spanish is he yeah he's literally speaking spanish 
So he's not speaking like a foreign, like a like a, a made up language. It's literally Spanish. Did, is it anything? Is it anything? Or is he no, saying I mean, Spanish? No, he's words? just saying he's like saying Spanish words. Of, yeah, no, it's he's speaking Spanish to the to the droids. I just thought uh-huh. that was interesting. Yeah, that is cool. And then uh, to to go with that, we get another poop joke. Yeah, is that with, number four now? That's number that's or that's bo- poop joke number two, oh. bodily joke number four. Okay. And that joke comes when Saboba crashes, and he goes poodle, <laughs> and you're supposed to be roaring with laughter. Roaring with laughter. That's right. <laughs> but back to it being too long. Even Jabba the Hutt falls asleep. That's what I mean. Even a character in your own movie falls asleep. The fact that you added the character falling asleep. (laughs) Like, I get it, he's a slob, but like, come on. Yeah, it's like, yes. Why would you have somebody in your movie falling asleep to the action-packed sequence you're trying to portray? Uh, So then it ends up just being the two of them, right? At the end, everyone else like crashes or something, right? Yeah. I don't think anybody else survives. Yeah. The best part, I will say the best part out of the entire pod race for me is is think is retconning in my brain and thinking, like Nick, it doesn't, it's not real, but thinking that the Tuscan Raiders who are shooting at the cat at the <clears throat> at the at the racers, in my brain, they have gone back to the future. They've back to the future it on their time travelers, and they're trying to take out Anakin before he slaughters their village. <laughs> that's funny it's not real but like that's that, well, like that I, I get through that i that's something like Ha-ha! they're trying because they shoot him like three times and then they get another one but like that's that's my there you go stupid brain that's thought. funny like, yeah you're a little fan right you're a little fan fiction yeah yep nice <laughs> They were unsuccessful. You think if they had the time machine, they could just keep going back in time until they were successful. Right, right. But <laughs> who knows? Who knows? All right. So he wins. Uh, Watto's sad. Boohoo. And I think they just they just get ready to pack up, don't they? You just right. They get ready to pack up, yeah. and literally, Anakin, literally, Obi Wan hates Anakin before he even meets him. Literally says, why do I feel yeah. we picked up another unintelligent life form? And I'm just yeah. like, and this is the person that you're going to train and supposedly love as a brother. Huh. Huh. <laughs> I wonder why you failed Anakin. Because you didn't like him. Yep. And I, yeah, there's always, there's probably always that slight resentment, that sort of blame of, well, he, because Qui-Gon's dead because not necessarily, not because of Anakin. He yep. might put Obi Wan might put some of that blame on him. Yep. No, a big but a big thing before we get off of before we get off of Tatooine. Jake Lloyd is not terrible on Tatooine. Like acting I actually wise. acting wise, yes. Like I having watched this like with a just completely open mind, like I actually believe him as the character when he's on Tatooine. Hmm. There are certain parts for sure that just like the the the, the wording and the the dialogue is terrible, and like that it's working, it's working, <laughs> like not good. 
but like when he's at the dinner table, I go back to that, but like dinner table, that's actually pretty good. Like that's believable. He's just like, are you, are you a Jedi? Like, and I'm like, you're a nine-year-old. Yep. This makes sense. You're just asking yeah. questions. Like you want to help people. Cool. And like, cool. Run. The fact that he's like, I'm going to drag Padme into this room to see this droid that I built. Like, of course he's going to do that. There's a pretty girl that he's, that has his attention. Like, no. Yeah. Like, I, I enjoyed Jake Lloyd as Anakin on Tatooine. Hmm. Off of Tatooine is another story, but that's not his fault. Right. Yes, he's I, not yeah, allowed I, I, to be the nine-year-old there. It's, now he's supposed to be hey. Anakin Skywalker, the Padawan. And, like the chosen one, Padawan, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mentioned that the, the duel on between Maul and Qui-Gon. Oh, yeah. yeah awesome sequence uh just the fact that he you know the first time we see this combat is just you know he out of nowhere it's instant it's ferocious you know he's he I, i've heard arguments that you know had it not had had the fight been allowed to continue he might have just killed qui-gon right there oh yeah absolutely because he had yeah just because oh, he, no, he absolutely would have yeah like that's the, that's the vibe you're supposed to get because like Qui Gon's going at it and then he jumps onto the ship and like you can see him panting and like he literally falls on the floor because he's just like yeah. he's exhausted. No, that I absolutely see that. I'm like yeah, if the fight had kept going, Qui Gon right. would have been I killed. Because I think that's supposed like that was like the Jedi's first Sith encounter in like some really long time, right? A millennia. A millennia. Yeah, okay. So no wonder he's he's winded. <laughs> yeah. Uh but the, so now we're back on Coruscant. And yep. yeah. It's just it is what it is. Also on the galactic on the galactic map it doesn't I thought Tatooine was sort of out of the way of Coruscant. Like it is. It's not necessary. It's in the opposite direction. Yeah. On the galactic map, like, Tatooine should be like the not on the way. <laughs> no, the, the, I mean this one I will accept because the argument is that like they're off the planet and they're leaking fuel. And so like they have to go to the the closest place. And so the closest place is Tatooine. Now, Tatooine is in the opposite direction of where they need to go, but it is the closest they can, they, that they can get there. And so it's like, okay. all right, we'll go to Tatooine, get fixed up, then we can jump back and go where we need okay. to go. So, no, that, yeah. All right, that makes sense. I also kind of will say I, I miss Puppet Yoda. Do you? Yeah, I mean he was okay. ugly, but you gotta yeah. stick with you gotta stick with what you got, with what you got, what you go with. Like, that you should stay. To me, you should stick with what you got, and I miss him because you're again, okay. you're removing Frank Oz as a puppeteer, like Frank Oz puppeteered that entire thing, and you're like, yep. and now that doesn't matter. So, I suppose. I don't mind that switch, just because the the next two are 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 
the younger, the different Yoda. Right. The CGI Yoda. Um, so I personally don't mind that that yeah. switch, but right, it does det- does uh, detract from his his talents of puppeteering. Yeah. Um, so are we now in the council chambers? Yeah, I I don't have a ton. Just like yeah, we're in the council chambers. Yeah. My big thing, the biggest thing I have with the council is Mace is an idiot. Mace Windu is an idiot. The entire, oh, yeah. Like, I just can't stay. Like, you're supposed to love him or whatever, and there are a lot of people out there who do because it's Samuel Jackson, and it's awesome that he got a purple lightsaber because he asked for one and said, I he want just a purple asked for one. It. He's like, I yep. want a purple one, and they gave him one, which is awesome, but, like, that character is an idiot. Yes. Especially this, in this for, movie. For this, for this, you know, basically the second in command after Yoda in terms of power and authority, uh, yeah, does not make uh, many wise decisions. For sure. Yeah, so that was frustrating for me. Um, Again, I will say, like, I don't have a ton to say. Again, as a kid, this is a whole part that, like, nobody, as a kid, would not care about. Like, I just kind of zonked out. Because it's just yeah. like we're in the council, we're in the we're in the one the 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 Senate chambers where no one cares. Like no kid knows what I didn't know what was happening when this was on. Like I don't know what you're talking about. It's so wordy. Yeah. It's yes. so wordy. I'm like, I object. Your rules that you're making things up. All right, so we need to make a, a committee. I rule for a vote of no confidence. Yeah, like, uh, just what? <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Yep, again, yep, just totally, totally boring, totally unnecessary. I mean, I get that you're trying to establish, you know, this, the idea you're trying to establish the, this is the Republic and this is how it, it works, but there, there, there had to have been a better way to go about that. make the dialogue more interesting or or just a lot shorter in terms yeah. of those scenes where we're in the senate chambers yeah yeah i got nothing really else to say about coruscant it was just there for me if you have anything to add about that yeah not not particularly um Yeah, just other than other than the stuff we already mentioned. Yep. Okay. No. Yep. Uh, well, before we get off, Christian, the one last thing I would say about it is the purple headdress that that she is wearing. I talked about the one dress that I would would I would come after, and it is the purple headdress, purple dress that is like it looks like her hair is in bags hanging off of her head, and yeah, oh, not 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 a good dress, not a good dress. Oh, <laughs> okay. Does not look good. But yeah, I think that I think that red that red I, the red one her is that you know, the most iconic one, obviously. Correct. But I like everything yeah. she wears except that one. Mm. In this movie. Everyone she wears except that one. I'm like, she has a baller like dresser. Whoever dressed you is amazing. Right. So anyway, now we're back on Naboo. 
hopefully yep, back to the we're getting to an ending here soon. But <laughs> back on the boo. Right. They they don't they they uh, I'm blanking. Don't they they have to get through the blockade again, right? Or they no. No, no, no blockade because they've invaded. That's the right. They, that's right. So they plan the whole thing. The Qui Gon's yep. talk. The Qui Gon's? You mean the Qui Gon's? The, the oh. gun guns talk, the, whatever. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My again, Qui Gon thinking of the gun guns. I thought like he's like many gun guns will be killed. Like, hey, that's nice of you to bring that up because, like, yeah, literally, that is the plan: is for gun guns to go die. Yeah. Like, huh? Then, I wonder where this alien right. society of the Empire came from. Oh wait, gun guns! You're aliens. Just go die for us, please. Also, it's like you know, uh, it's sort of established that the that the gun guns and the Naboo have this sort of beef, this quarrel, and it just seems to sort of not matter i mean i guess yes padme does this like uniting thing but i don't yeah. know just the fact that you're going to send all of your men to go die that yeah no that's more my thing of like <laughs> it's like oh we shall have we shall be friends and like cool we'll be friends now we're going to send all of you to die and we're going to go win and i'm like yeah. okay i mean as a kid i didn't think about it so i mean i guess it's made for kids but like I'm right. just like, interesting choice here, George. <laughs> they literally admit, like, yep, there's you you will not be able to win. It is you yeah. just going to pull them out and die. Yes, you are bait right. It is not a bad you are not going to win the battle. You are basically just you are the distraction. And however many of you die. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I no, I mean, like, I think I would have felt better about it if they had like sent some Nabooans there. Like well, you're right. If it had been a tag, you know, like, like yeah, I understand there weren't a lot of them, but I'm just like, give him some generals or give him like something, like right. to or show that like, like you're on equal footing here. Yeah, or some kind of like, like they had some of those tank speeder things, you know. It's like instead of them just having to use uh, creatures, right? Yeah, like give them like yeah. steal some some of your own tech stuff. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, or send some of those fighters to go blow up the machines. <laughs> That's my argument. I'm like, hey, like, think, why, right? blow up the, why blow up the big, big thing when you could just send a few flight, like, sure, send the fighters up there, but send a couple fighters over to do a quick dive bomb and before oh. any of those things open up or anything. And you're like, bam, it's done. Boom. Yep. Before right before the shields get raised, yeah, you'd think there'd be enough time to take out some of those AATs, but oh well. Oh well. Yep. Oh well. Uh, I will say, the duel of fates reveal is awesome. Oh, like totally. Duel, best, like Darth best. Maul's reveal is amazing. I yeah. Well, I remember being a kid and watching. Just the fact that he had a double lightsaber at all, just right. the fact that that was a thing, totally like, I was just like, what? Like he's got, you know, two blades, you kidding me? Well, and yeah. that he's like, I will say like for George, like to have the restraint 
to not reveal the double lightsaber. Because when he fight, when he's fighting Qui Gon on Tatooine, he only extends one. Yeah. And so you're like, he's fighting with a one blade. It's a really long lightsaber, but like it's a lightsaber. And you're like, okay, interesting. But then right, like the finally hill. at the very yeah. front, very end, bam, you get the double side. And you're like, ooh, now, ooh. now he's serious. Now he's yes. serious. Last time and, he was and just playing around. Yeah. And just the fact that like, yeah, you introduce that, that ability, that technology that, hey, you know, that makes sense that you could have two blades you know, I thought that was just totally awesome that they that he even did that at all, you know. But I love that. I love that that meme or that clip where it's like, I'm sure you've seen it. He like ignites the double blade and there's like 50 other <laughs> blades yeah. come out of it. <laughs> I was yeah, that's funny. So I will say as a kid, love the duel. So viewing it as a kid, amazing Star Wars duel. As an adult, yes. I will say it's not, it has, it's still okay. It's still pretty good. It's still, it's, it's okay. It's, it's still pretty good. I have had my eyes opened up a little bit. Again, Grand Moff talking, shout out to Riley. It's a little, it seems too choreographed to me. Like it's, it's when, when Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan are fighting Duke Maul, it, it's, it's like a dance. That they're dancing around each other and while looking cool and like this is similar to my beef with revenge of the sith and stuff like that so it's not just this of like it's a lot more choreographed it's a lot more like it's it seems like they're just kind of dancing around each other i will say when qui-gon and maul go at it on their own when it's just them i think that's legit like that looks good it looks like they're mm -hmm. legitimately trying to hurt each other and like Qui-Gon is literally thinking, because like there's times where Qui-Gon is just like standing there as like Maul is dancing a little bit around him. And it's like you can look at him, you're like, okay, he's thinking where the where the next move is gonna go. So like that I will say I really enjoy. But yeah, yeah. like the whole duel for me is yeah, but go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. So I I think I think it's still you know, I, I can, you know, I can see where, where it definitely looks more choreographed and, and dance ish, but I don't think it, for me, it doesn't detract from the overall fight uh, or the intensity of it. Um, and I just remember I had watched uh, uh, an interview with Dave Filoni about, about just sort of the, the overall gravity of that particular fight. Uh, yeah. in general it's from the um, mandalorian season yes know, mandalorian extras yep yes which i which i thought was was just add another kind of layer of of intensity to it just that when you when you do put into perspective all of the different you know fates that are on the line um it's, yeah it's the fate of anakin you know, and and the fate of yeah. of the republic because exactly if qui-gon wins anakin doesn't go dark Right. And the Jedi aren't destroyed because Sidious, I mean, maybe they are, but like Sidious doesn't have Anakin to manipulate. Yes. But so it's, it totally changes everything. And so like, no, yeah, I would agree of like, yeah. And that's, that's the thing where Dave Filoni argues and stuff like that of how like Qui-Gon's the only person that could have stopped Sidious. Right. Yeah. 
So I thought that added a nice a kind of a cool layer to, to that fight. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, and I just like okay. oh, I, I, I just did. I also just liked the fact that they added scenes there that, you know, the parts where the, the ray shields were, were blocking them off and you got that, you know, the, the difference between their fighting styles and, and even the dark and the light kind of side of the force of, okay, he's using this opportunity to, you know, calm and kind of oh, yeah, just collect yeah. himself. And then you have the opposite side of the Maul ball, where just, it's like just I'm just like chopping at the bit of like I want to yeah. destroy you. Yeah, yeah. Like right, I, my rage is just growing. I thought that was just such a cool, cool shot, cool scene. Yeah. And then we have Obi Wan going dark. Yes. Which is never brought up yes. again. Nope, but he 100 <laughs> percent taps into the dark side a little bit <laughs> yep and the end of revenge of the sith is completely pun intended chopped off at the at the knees because obi-wan doesn't have the high ground and he literally just flips over maul and chops him in half yes like maul just stands there and looks like a complete boob i can't i can't uh, that yeah I, that scene the, it frustrates me so much because it doesn't make sense with how powerful Maul is supposed to be, how he just kind of lets that happen. Yeah, like, and I've seen I've seen theories online about how it's explained and blah blah blah, but I don't. Well, like I haven't it. seen any of those. Oh yeah, there's 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 theories out there. Whatever, but no, but yeah. I'm like it's not even like to me again. Like this is again armchair booking and hindsight, but like have him like jump from where he's at to the other side of the the pit and then to like the side or something or whatever and have him get up and then surprise. But like the fact that he literally just jumps straight up over the top, like he literally just has to swipe once, just like, like yeah. Obi-Wan did to Anakin. And you're just like, what, what? I thought it was, I, I always thought it would be cool if he had kind of done what happened in, in, uh, Last Jedi, where he gets cut in half, but in the so and he's he's in the pit, and he's if he were to, you know, propel himself out, pull Qui Gon's lightsaber like through Maul, like as he was jumping yeah. out of the out of the pit, right? Well, or maybe would have been cool. Yeah, that I mean that too, or just like the fact, or cutting him as he jumps. Too like it's the fact that yeah. like he literally jumps over the top, then gets the lightsaber, or like gets the lightsaber as he lands and then yeah. cuts him in half. And it's like if he maybe cut him in half, like got the lightsaber as he's jumping and then cuts, like oh he cut him at the knees. It's like that's why he didn't defend it, but it's just like right. And yeah, and you could nitpick the you could nitpick the that end of the fight all day i mean why does a mall just like force push him down the 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 crevice or, or down right. the pit you know my big my big thing it, is why doesn't why? he just pick up obi-wan's lightsaber turn it on and then just drop it yes that's my why doesn't like, he, come on yeah and then right. why doesn't i mean obviously it's it's sort of established in later movies but then why doesn't obi-wan force heal Qui-Gon, or, you know, why yep, is it? Yeah, you know, Scott Rises, Scott Rises! 
Yeah. <laughs> all that, all that kind of stuff, you know, and I've seen, I've seen, I thought about that a lot is that how, you know, in those cinematic, in those cinematic uh, uh, lightsaber duels, the force isn't really, I mean, they might be using it, you know, on a mental level to help guide their strokes and stuff, but it's, there isn't like, uh, it's not like they're, you know, pushing their opponent back and then grabbing them with the force or something in the middle of like a lightsaber battle or no, anything like that. The only time that happens is Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. Between Anakin and I guess you could, one. you might be able to argue that Darth Vader kind of throws stuff at Luke with the well, force I mean, during, yeah, the, during battle, yeah, but like he throws stuff, yes, but it's not like he's throwing like that at that point, he's playing with him, but yes, but yeah, no. And uh, we, do we want to put me, for me? That's like that. I got nothing else on the ending. Like, it's again, I've talked in the past about like how lucky Anakin gets. Yeah, and I hate the dialogue. With that shot you know. and, and stuff like that. But I mean, like, yeah, I now, guess this, it's the force guiding that too. Yeah. <laughs> but like I guess it's the force guiding his proton tor- torpedo and and I and I I'm not gonna fault anybody who believes that. Like that's fine. Um so but it's just yeah, yeah it's like he's comes out and he's flying out and cool, he saves the day. And then all the gun guns are saved. Yeah, for me, it's more of like, okay, this should be a completely new starship, right? You shouldn't have any sort of experience about how to fly this thing in general. And I get that it's on autopilot in, in the beginning, but then he takes it off autopilot. And then it's but like- that's suppo- The reason he does it is to show you how good what of a, a great pilot, pilot he is. Yeah, yeah but, well, okay. Fine. But I, I disagree <laughs> with that. No, I, I, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I I don't really have anything else. I don't particularly like. I, I never really was a fan of like the hive mentality of we take out one ship and that wipes out all the or de- deactivates all the other like lesser or, or, or all the other droids or aliens or whatever. Yeah, it just seems like a easy way to fix a a big problem like in other movies too you set up these like these giant alien invaders and it's like okay there's literally no way you should be able to defeat this enemy if they didn't have a hive mind you know yeah but i get it and also coming for independence day here that, (laughs) that is what i exactly what i was thinking about yes yep wow I mean, I, I like the Independence Day movie, but you'd think that that such a highly intelligent race wouldn't need to res, uh, rely on hive mind. You well, also I have to remember know. this was 1996, dude. Like, you should yes. be co- who you should be going after is the Avengers movie that came out in 2012 that had a hive mind. True. <laughs> True. Yeah. Well, it's always a hive mind. Yeah. Whenever you have giant, overwhelming forces like that. It's always a hive mind. So, and they introduced the sky beam too, but whatever. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they were at least they didn't obviously didn't they weren't the first ones to do a sky beam, but they really started that whole trend mm-hmm. of it. <laughs> but anyway, yes, I I don't really have anything other than that uh, 
at the end. I, I was just going to mention like the very end where they're burning Qui-Gon. Yeah, go ahead. You know, it's like, oh, like, ooh, it, which one was destroyed, you know, Master or Apprentice? And it's like very clearly <laughs> the, I mean, I don't know if it's supposed to be like, are we still supposed to be like, ooh, which one could it have been? That's again, yeah. Again, that's part of their like, who is Darth Sidious? Like, that's yeah. the, uh, and then, but then they give you a clear shot of Palpatine as yeah. they're talking about the master. And it's yes. like, are you kidding? Well, right. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I will say, <laughs> as a kid, I really dug the 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 band the seat of like I didn't wasn't a huge fan of the actual like what was happening when they're yeah but I was just like the like oh love that song like it was it was my jam yeah yeah I was like yeah like we did like little dance parties at the end you're like yeah the win but so no as a kid I enjoyed it like again it's it's there's enough fun bits there there's yeah. enough fun bits yeah. for it to be fun but as an adult yeah, i get more i yeah. get more enjoyment of watching that one than 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 uh clone uh attack of the clones oh yeah that's gonna yeah. be fun to talk about talk about this one <laughs> for like an hour now that one will take over at least an uh, hour good grief. yeah we've been we've been talking about this for about an hour and a half <laughs> yeah an hour and a half so now we get it's gonna be like a three-hour podcast about kind of clones. Our longest um, podcast ever. Ever for sure. Our, yep. <laughs> I hate that movie. I do too. <laughs> Don't listen to the next episode if yeah, you're a big fan of uh, Attack of the Clones. That's right. Um, unless right. another big one comes up, like our Cara Dune one that we did. But so, yeah. All right, we can sign off with. Never, Never tell, tell us, us the, the odds. odds. Never tell me the odds. People are counting on us. The galaxy is counting on us. Solo, we'll figure it out. We'll use the Force. That's not how the Force works. Oh, really? You're cold? <coughs> <laughs>